Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Magic Mike. Now, today in the studio, or should I say in our virtual room, we have Bryna Agassi. Welcome to my show, Bryna. Hey, thank you, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. So, Bryna, you're the host of the Mixing Bot Podcast. Could you tell us more about your show? Yeah, man, where do I start? You know, the Mixing Board Podcast started off, actually, it was an idea that I had back, believe it or not, back in 2006. It was really? an idea that I had way back in 2006 when I first moved to Los Angeles because, you know, that's, I don't know if you remember or not, but 2006 was, you know, the, the development of like the iPod and all this type of oh, new yeah. technology. So there was like maybe a few little podcasts here and there, and it wasn't really popular. So we'll fast forward like 10 years. And I finally just took that thought of having my own podcast to talk to drummers, music producers, artists of all sorts. Mm -hmm. And I felt, you know what, now it's the right time to do it. And I'm a drummer, but I'm also mm -hmm. a music producer. So I didn't just want to create a podcast devoted to just drummers because, you know, there's a whole different side of me where I create music and I'm an artist. So I want to make sure that I created the mixing board to cater to all of the different musicians we have in this world, from drummers to keyboardists to guitarists to vocalists to even actors and journalists. You know, mm -hmm. I want to create something not just to sit down and talk to the individual about, you know, tell me about this experience or that experience. I want to get into their minds. I want to know what makes them who they are and get a little deeper than just what the public knows. You know, for example, if a drummer is just an amazing drummer, their fans only know them from being a drummer. They don't know much more about them. So the mixing board really goes in depth about their life and their mindset and what they view as success and fails. So in a way, creating a perspective from their point of view or creating Absolutely. Like, like just drawing out an image of themselves from their point of view. Exactly. Wow, that's very interesting. So, you know, being in this music industry, I'm pretty sure, you know, like your setup um, is pretty um, top notch. Even, even from what I'm hearing, actually, your mic is pretty good. It sounds good. Thanks, man. What was your first setup when you started out your podcast? And what is your current setup that, you, uh, that you're using <laughs> for your podcast? Well, you know what? It, believe it or not, believe it or not, it, it really hasn't changed that much from 2016 mm -hmm. to 2021. Jeez. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you, the initial setup was uh, I had two pairs of Shure SM7B microphones. Oh, gosh. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two SM7B microphones. And I used to, re because, you know, I would do a lot of face-to-face -face interviews. Obviously, right now with COVID, it's, it's very hard to do that. So mm -hmm. back when I first started, anyone who was local here in the Los Angeles area and the Hollywood area, I would just go sit with them face-to-face. -face. So I had a remote setup, which was my Zoom uh, H6 recorder, right. and I would put my two SM7Bs attached to it, and I would just record. Okay. Now, one thing I, I want you, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you already know this, but the audience too, is the short SM7B has a very low output. 
Yep. So you you really, really need to give it a lot of juice. A lot of juice. And you need, you need like a cloud um, lifter or something with the zoom H6, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what I did was what I did was I, I did my research. But mm-hmm. I felt that you know what the the cloud lifter is just it, it was a little bulky. It just it didn't yeah, yeah. you know it didn't do it didn't look what I wanted to look like. Mm-hmm. But I found a I found this company in Europe. It's called Fethead, uh, mm-hmm. made by Triton Audio. Mm-hmm. The Fethead is exactly what the cloud lifter does. It gives it an additional like twenty dBs of power. And it goes right into the microphone. You connect the XLR to the FET head, and it's it's solid. It's it just gives you such unbelievable no- low noise and power. And that's what I utilize. How do on you spell that? Seven B. FET head F as a Frank E as an Edward T as in Tom H as in Henry E as in Edward A as in Apple D as in David. Just nice. how it sounds. FET head. Fet, yeah, fet, it's uh-huh. it's great. Awesome. It's awesome. great. And that was my initial setup. And then what I would do is I would record everything on the H6, and then I would bring the weight, uh, the the mini disc card, the the flash card, and I would put it into the computer. I would transfer the WAV files, and then I would go and just record my post audio into Pro Tools, and then I would just you know add the music to it, and mm-hmm. that's it. Now, because I'm in my studio at home, I -hmm. still use my Shure SM7B, but it's directly connected to my audio interface, which is connected to my Pro Tools, and Mm -hmm. that's it. And if I have a conversation with someone on the phone, Mm -hmm. I really just use an adapter to record from my telephone into my audio interface, which is connected to my Pro Tools. Mm -hmm. So it leaves the microphone on the phone empty and I can talk through that while talking through the SM7B. Gotcha. Now I know this may sound like an obvious question, but do you edit your own shows? I do. Absolutely, man. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So you know, um there 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 is like an editing process that you know takes takes a lot of like um sort of like a, a process where you know you need to polish it there's something that you take on right so did you sort of like take time to find that process or like you knew immediately okay this is what i want this is what i need i, I exact i knew exactly what i wanted because just like producing music or, mm. or creating something i have to vision i ha- i have to have a vision of it if I don't hear the podcast in my head, it's very hard for me to sit down and, and just create something because it's not yet alive. You know, it's not mm. yet there for it to be malleable. So for me, it's I create in my mind and I have to hear it first and then I can go on to the piano or I can go edit and I could create, you know, I could edit whatever I want. For me, when it comes to the show, mm. I'll be very completely honest with you. I rarely, rarely edit a show. I mean, you know, let's say if I have a guest on and they want to take a break because, you know, they want to go get a cup of water or something. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'll I'll edit the show there. But I've had I've had people on the show where we've talked for two, three hours, and they're like, "Oh my god, you know, are you gonna? You can edit that, no problem." I'm like, "No way, I'm not gonna edit that because." <laughs> You know, I want the audience to be in on a conversation that's unedited, 
unscripted. Here's what it is. Of course, you know, like I said, there's certain cir- circumstances where I've had mm-hmm. a guest on once who named uh, one company they're with, but then forgot that they switched companies. And they're like, oh, right, can you go right. back and edit that out? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. We can edit that out. You know, but for the most part, the mm-hmm. edits that I do is just very minimal. Mm-hmm. I probably have more edits doing my own post introduction of the show and, you know, outros of the show. Mm-hmm. So I sit there and, you know, do more edits on myself than I would on <laughs> anyone else. But yeah, editing, editing is something that I think about how I want the show to sound. Mm-hmm. And then I can go in and just start doing the editing process. Nice. Nice. So, you know, that there's a trend coming up or there is a trend <laughs> right now in 2021 where there are a lot of apps coming out, which is helping podcasting and podcasters. And the apps right. like Squadcast, the apps like Descript, the apps like, um, you know, Ophonic, um, plenty of apps coming out. Have you been, do you use any of these apps or, you know, what apps do you use to record or, you know, what kind of apps do you use as a podcaster, Brian? I, you know, I don't use any apps to record. Okay. I don't use any apps when I have a, when I have a interview with someone, let's say we're going to do an interview on the phone. Mm-hmm. I would literally connect my phone to my audio interface. Okay. Now, a lot of people may not have the same equipment I do, you know, mm-hmm. so it's very difficult. And you have to remember when you work with certain artists who are a little older and they're not very good in technology, mm-hmm. <laughs> this can make it very difficult because it's like, Oh, can you close down this app? Uh, you know, this other app's using it, press, you know, press accept, do this, do that. So for a lot of the artists, they don't want to mess with anything other than, Hey, I'm just going to call you and it's up to you what you want to do. I'm just going to call you. So it's like, okay, just call me. I'll take care of everything. So I've always wanted to make it very simple for the individual I interview because Mm -hmm. I wanted to be, Painless. Now, of course, again, speaking with, you know, you in mind, you sound very young and you're, you know, you probably <laughs> know a lot about technology. So for me, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you may not think I'm young. I'm 40 years old, but I, I still am very good in technology. You know, I always keep up mm-hmm. to date with these things. But with you and I, it would be different. Maybe we can use one of those apps. But for mm-hmm. me, because I'm the host of the show and I just mm-hmm. want to keep the guest in mind, I don't use any of those apps because I want to make it as pain-free on mm-hmm. them as possible. Um, and sometimes what they'll do is they'll record their audio in their studio and I'll record mine, obviously, in mine where I'm sitting right now. And then what we do is they just send me their audio track and I just line it up with mine. So it's just a very seamless sort of like a normal call. They just yeah, focusing on the conversations. Exactly. And going exactly. back to going uh, back to what you said earlier, just getting their story, creating their stories, putting yeah. out the putting out the version of them, what they think of themselves, with a very easy process. Exactly. Exactly. But then again, with that being said, you have the equipments to do that. Yeah, you know, I'm fortunate, knock on wood, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I have that ability. But I, I will say this, I am mm-hmm. so thankful for all these companies that have um, created these applications, these software to make it easier for individuals to just record 
wherever they are with guests anywhere that they're at. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know? So I'm very fortunate that these companies are keeping that in mind Mm -hmm. to make recording podcasts a lot more simpler, simplified, I should say, than anything, because it is easy and it is the future. And without these companies creating this, you're really going to be at a standstill because not everyone's going to have the, the ability to record like other individuals, you know? Yep. Yeah. Like I, I agree because like uh, what I use here is like a pot mic, root pot mic and a root caster pro. So that has oh, the nice. ability to record um, on its own as well. So I completely agree. Like these kind of setup is like, it's, it's too expensive. And mm-hmm. if you're just, you know, podcasting as a hobbyist or, you know, you're just podcasting as a side gig. Um, sure. It's not worth paying that money. Uh, because, like, I, I see this trend where podcasts, like, mics are actually coming out to be cheaper. Like, a decent USB right. mic is actually within 100 to $200. Mm. And, and you know, getting that is actually enough for podcasters at, at this, in this yeah. current time. In this, in, this, in this current time. And I've been an advocate of actually using XLR, XLR mics. I love, yes. uh, I think the quality of XLR mics are way better than USB. But mm-hmm. this is the feedback I've been getting in the market recently, is, which is the, 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 the USB microphones are sort of like, not catching up, but are almost good enough for podcasting. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Um, you know, a lot of, I'll, I'll, I'll say this just on that topic. A, a lot of, <sighs> You know, it's, 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 it's interesting, you know, because a lot, it's, it's like musicians, you know, a lot of people want the best gear. They want the best guitars. They want the best drums. They want the best microphones, but then they forget that the content has Mm -hmm. to be good, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, whether you're using a USB mic, whether you're using a mic with an XLR or whether Mm -hmm. you're just using your iPhone app, Mm -hmm. if your content is good, that's all that matters. And, and you know, that's, that's really what matters because you could drive a Ferrari and I can drive an old 1960s Toyota, but guess what? If we're both on the street mm-hmm. and it's 20 miles an hour, we're both on the same, we're, we're both going the same way. Yes. You can't go any faster. So to me, I hope anyone who's listening and anyone who's wanting to start out podcasting or anyone who has a podcast and thinks to themselves, oh, I don't have an SM7B. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. have a Neumann. I don't have the, it doesn't matter. Don't, who cares about that? Just start recording, create your content. Believe me, because you can have a USB microphone and you can be using an app and your podcast will be 10 times better than the person who's using you know, an AKG XLR microphone with uh, an an elaborate, you know, mixing console and everything at their hand. Trust me, it's the content and it's, it's, it's the person behind the mic. Mm -hmm. Right now, you know, there are a lot of challenges podcasters face along this journey. Has Mm -hmm. there been one specific, you know, standout challenge you face as a podcaster? You know what the thing with podcasting I would say is God, this is it's a very broad question. It's a great question. It's just a very broad question because in my position, I'm mm. a music producer, 
I'm a drummer and I'm a podcaster. And I know for me, the way that people will know about my podcast is through my Instagram, my Twitter, my music, my video, you know, they, Mm -hmm. the more they know about Briner, they're going to realize, Oh, he has a podcast, you know? So for me, I think one of the biggest challenges in podcasting for me is really just to get the word out there, you know, grow your audience because there are a lot of podcasts and there's a lot of amazing podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I think the, there's no platform to really quote unquote advertise your podcast without just giving it out. So you can create a YouTube channel, but then you're pretty much going to be adding snippets of your podcast on there. I just think one of the biggest challenges right now is like advertising for podcasts, not necessarily getting, you know, endorsers or sponsors for your podcast. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is where a podcaster would go to advertise their podcast. I think that's one of the biggest challenges podcasters may face. Gotcha. Gotcha. And on that note, how do you actually promote your podcast? You know, for me, my podcast luckily is promoted just through my own social media. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, My own personal Instagram page, which is official Briner Agassi. And Mm -hmm. then the podcast uh, Instagram page, which is the mixing board mm-hmm. um, and Twitter. I utilize Twitter a lot. I mm. do not have a Facebook page. I do not have a Facebook page. So <laughs> anyone who's trying to look me up on Facebook, I'm sorry. You're not going to find me. Um, but yeah, that's how I go about to really advertise for it and promote it. And of mm. course, you know, the artists that I have on, they, you know, they, I have a uh, promo uh, mm. picture that I put their picture on and with the title and everything. So of the podcast, so they go ahead and post it on their Facebook or Instagram. Mm-mm. They have their listeners, uh, listening to. Gotcha. Now let's think of this situation where if there's this magical genie popping out somewhere, right. Uh-huh. Um, and he grants you one wish. That one wish is to, you know, have an app or have a tool that solves one problem you face as a podcaster or any problem mm-hmm. you face as a podcaster. Not the biggest challenge, anything. What app or tool would you use that for? Or what would you try to solve? You know, you're going to have to ask me this question some other time because I don't have mm. any challenges when it comes down to podcasting and recording. Mm-hmm. Um, only because again, for me, I can go directly from my phone into my audio interface, or I can just meet with someone and go face to face. So for me, I don't necessarily have any challenges when it comes to that. But if that magical genie did appear, <laughs> I would say, I would say, you know, I would have to say if, if you really want to get technical about it, I would have to say possibly have an app that you can just record a phone call and it can record it just as though you're recording through a USB mic or an XLR mic. So let's say if you Mm -hmm. and I have an interview, Mm -hmm. if you and I have an interview one day and you know, for some reason my car gets stuck somewhere, I can't make the interview and your car gets stuck somewhere and we can't even meet. Well, we can just be on the phone and I can press record and it's recording both of our conversations Mm-mm. and it's recording it in a way where it's very, very, very just, just 
beautiful, amazing audio, seamless audio, almost like exactly, exactly, exactly. It comes out like a two channel mono, you know, um, Mm. two track mono recording. One is me, two is you. I can go home. I can import that audio into my computer and it's right there. And now I can just go ahead and edit it and it'll sound just as though I was recording it in my studio. Wonderful. Wow. Ryder, this has been an amazing 20 minutes that we spent, um, you know, chatting about podcasts, having a <laughs> podcast about podcasting. Um, yeah. As a final question, I ask this to all the guests that come on Benjik Mike. What did you have for breakfast this morning, Bryna? <laughs> That's probably the most important question. I, you know, I, I, didn't have breakfast this morning. Okay. <laughs> I typically, I typically don't have breakfast. I actually, I, I don't eat until about mm-hmm. 12, 30, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I stop eating right around like eight o'clock, seven o'clock in the afternoon. So, but I will answer your question with this young man. I will answer your question. Can Do you mind if I rephrase your question and, and ask what did Briner eat? on saturday morning for breakfast because <laughs> saturday sunday i'll eat it's okay my my wife is pregnant so you know there's so i had i had what did i have i had egg whites mm-hmm. with pork chili verde and hash browns nice. at a restaurant That's- nice that's uh, that's, that's the best hearted. I can do for you, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful rider, you know. I, I I think this was like an amazing twenty minutes. I hope you had a great time on Magic Mike, and I hope the I listeners listeners have a good insightful listen as well. Um, yeah, and thank you for coming on, and have a great day. Pleasure. Thank you so much.